everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. That's a famous quote by Albert Einstein, and in today's episode, you'll discover why this also applies to us as small business owners and entrepreneurs, well that is until you discover what your entrepreneurial superpower is. Are you intrigued to find out more? Then come on in and let's dive into it. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number nine. And this episode is actually long overdue because I'm sure if you've listened to the previous episodes, you will have heard me talk about the words your entrepreneurial superpower practically in every single episode, whether that was my solo episodes or when I had any guests on so far. And I promise you something else. I will continuously talk about this topic in every single episode going forward because it is super, super important. And I honestly believe that every single business owner, no matter how long you've been in business or if you're just thinking of starting your business, this is one of the things that you really would want to know because it'll make your life a lot easier and it'll help you grow your business in a way that will actually work best for you. So let me kind of take you on this journey in terms of what is your superpower and why is it something I'm bang on about? So you may already know my background and my story. Before I started my own business 11 years ago, I was a human resource manager and a leadership development manager for Marks and Spencers and also in Lloyd's TSB. And in those roles, I came across so many different, you know, personality tests, Myers-Briggs, disc profiles, colors, you name it. And they all had a place in terms of, they're all useful. But I do remember that some of them were really interesting, but they weren't the easiest to apply on an everyday life. But then, even when I left to start my own business, it was very much like, you know, well, that was all stuff that you do in the corporate world, but it doesn't really apply into the life of being a small business owner and an entrepreneur. But how wrong was I? Because I started my business as an NLP trainer and a coach and I was up and down the country delivering training courses and I was doing it the way that I thought was the best way to do it. I was doing it in the way that I had role modeled and I'd seen other people in the industry go and grow that type of business as well. And yes, some things would work really, really well but other things would just feel quite icky. They just wouldn't connect with me. They'd feel really hard. And I'd get really frustrated in terms of even doubting myself, thinking, is there something wrong with me? Am I not good enough? Why is it easy for them, but I find it difficult? Why is it that when I'm doing this, I don't really enjoy it, but other people are loving it? Have you ever had that sense? And this takes us back to the quote that I started the episode on by Albert Einstein, where he talks about how everybody is a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. And at times I felt like that. I was thinking, well, what's wrong? Am I stupid? How am I not being able to do this? And I see so many business owners going through that same feeling and that same kind of heartache as well. 
And to cut a long story short, because I have to warn you, this is a topic that I love, 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 and I could rant and talk about it and dive into it and just go into it in so many different angles and perspectives that we could be here for the the next eight hours or so. But don't worry, I'm not going to go that long. So after I was actually doing my NLP training courses, I was collaborating with a really good friend and she said to me, have you heard of Wealth Dynamics, um, the profiling test? And I was like, mm, I hadn't. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, well, I've done Myers-Briggs, I've done DISC, I've done all these other ones. What is this going to tell me that I don't already know? And also, this doesn't really work in the business world. That's all for when you're in that land of the corporate world. But, you know, me being a curious soul, I thought, right, let me do this. And she did the profile test and I did the profile test. And honestly, when I saw the results, I was blown away and I was a little bit disappointed, and I'll explain that later on. But I kind of thought, finally, this makes perfect sense. I realized which of the profiles was more related and resonated with me. And it was a complete opposite profile from the, my colleague and my friend that I was collaborating with as well. And in many ways, that was, was great because it meant that we could really play to our strengths and work even more effectively together. But like I said, in business, there's not just a, a one-size-fits-all approach, even though a lot of people go after that or think or believe that that's the case. So when I actually kind of did the profile test, it gave me that insight in terms of, okay, why is it that I was enjoying certain things and not enjoying other things? Why was it I was getting certain results by doing things in a way that was natural to me and I wasn't getting the same results when I would do things where it felt like I was squeezing my feet into someone else's shoes and it just felt wrong. So that also took me onto a curious journey when working with my clients because when it comes to the world of neuro-linguistic programming, it's great. The tools are fantastic at helping you create rapid transformation and results. So I would work with a lot of business owners or aspiring business owners and even those in the corporate world back in the days where we would help them to increase their confidence. We would help them to get out their way to become productive. But then I'd get a bit frustrated because sometimes when I'd catch up with them or in a future coaching session, I'd look at well, what's your results. And the actions that they were taking weren't necessarily getting them the results that they wanted or the results that I believed that they were even capable of getting. So it got me to really question in terms of, right, mindset is one perspective. You know, NLP is a fantastic tool, but there's something else that we also need to bring into the equation when it comes to really getting fast and long-lasting and impactful results. And for me, this is where the Wealth Dynamics profile comes into place. Because once you know your Wealth Dynamics profile, ultimately it helps you discover and know what your entrepreneurial superpower is. So I started to combine the combination of NLP and Wealth Dynamics and honestly this is where real magic started to happen in an even more rapidly way for myself and also with my clients. And that's why I firmly believe that you need to know what your superpower is because it'll help make your life a lot easier. You'll avoid certain mistakes or going down certain strategies or routes that literally, yes, you could do, but it might not be the best perspective for you or the best route for you to take based upon your superpower. And also, I find it quite liberating because, you know, there's so many people out there that would give you so much meaningful advice. The best intention is there in terms of if you were to ask them, what's the best way to grow your business? But let's say you might have like a panel interview or you might go to a conference or you might read lots of books or listen to podcasts. And I guarantee you, if you get different people answering that question, 
you will get very, very different responses. And a lot of that can be based upon what works for them and based upon their personality and based upon their talents as well. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if you apply those same strategies into your world, that you will get the same results, especially if you have got a different superpower compared to them. So for me, it really opens up your eyes in terms of, well, who do you want to role model? And also, how do you make the best decisions for you? And this also takes you back to the core foundations in terms of when I'm working with my clients, whether I'm coaching or mentoring them one-to-one or in a group setting as well. We need to make sure that you've got your foundations rock solid. And that's where, you know, typically the three business growth blocks are not having the right design for you, not having the right mindset, and not having the right strategies that work for you. And ultimately, your entrepreneurial superpower factors into all three areas. It has a massive impact in terms of how you design your business, in terms of the business model, your approach, what you'd like to spend more time doing or less time doing. Even the mindset, one thing that drives me crazy, but I'll also put my hands up here to say I fell into this trap as well. There's a big belief that I see a lot of entrepreneurs, especially those that come from the corporate world, that they bring into this journey of entrepreneurship is that they believe that they have to be an all-rounder, that they have to do everything in their business. But ultimately, when you do everything, it stops you from focusing on your real talents or where your superpower is or your sweet spot. And again, that's why I want you to have that mindset and develop that mindset so that you can get out your way that you don't have to do everything and other people have different superpowers compared to you and actually that's a good thing. And then even your strategies, the the marketing strategies that you use, the sales strategies, even in terms of your customer service approaches, how productive you are, your behaviours, you know, how you communicate, how you drive other people crazy or how you inspire people, all of these strategies are determined and unique compared to your particular superpower. So I'm sure you're sitting or standing or wherever you are now getting really curious around, okay, What is my superpower and am I using my superpower to really rapidly grow my business and get out my own way? Knowing this will really impact everything that you do and even everything that you don't do as well. And you can find out all the details and the things I'm going to talk about, including visual diagrams over on the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash nine. And especially how to find out what your superpower is by taking that next step to figure out and complete the Wealth Dynamics profile test. So what is Wealth Dynamics and what is your entrepreneurial superpower? Well, there's actually eight different types of entrepreneurs that exist in the world. And this comes down to a profiling system that was created by the wonderful Roger James Hamilton. And I've had the the privilege of studying with Roger and being mentored by Roger over in a number of retreats and workshops. And I even took it to the point of being certified as a performance coach, which lets me to really deep dive into this topic and bring this profiling tool to life for both individuals and also for teams. And on that note, you might have heard me in the past or even sometimes refer to this profiling tool as Talent Dynamics. Effectively, it's the exact same profiling tool. Talent Dynamics is just really useful and is more positioned towards working within teams and in the corporate environment. So let's talk about Wealth Dynamics because this is a profiling tool for entrepreneurs. 
And when you do the online test, it will show you which of the eight different profiles you're most aligned with. And this is not to put you in a box, not at all, right? And it's not to say you're one profile and that's it. You can't do anything else at all. It's not the way that I roll and it's not what I believe. But what it allows you to do is it allows you to think about which is the best game for you to play. So think about it this way. There are many different games out there in terms of the world of sports that has a ball at the center of them. So you've got golf, you've got soccer or football, you've got rugby, you've got, you know, table tennis, you've got netball, basketball, there's many, right? But each of the different games have got different rules. Some of them have got different shapes of balls, different materials of balls, different sizes, and they have different rules. Some of them you have to use, you know, like a hockey stick or your foot or your hand. You, you get the drift. But the key thing is, those that really excel in that sport, they become specialists and they really focus and they hone their talent in that particular field or in that sport. So you couldn't imagine, for example, you know, one of the world's best tennis players, Andy Murray, just to go straight onto a basketball court and go, perfect, he's going to absolutely be a world champion there as well because it's a different skill, it's a different game. And when you realize this, the world of entrepreneurship and the world of business, it is different games at play. So you need to kind of understand which is the best game for you to play. Even if that means that you're playing that game in the same industry compared to someone else, it might be the similar type of business, but the way that you focus on or your skills, it can be like you're playing a different game that can still achieve success and even similar results as well. And the whole point of this is it's about helping you use your natural talents. When you play to your profile and your superpower, honestly, this is where real magic happens. And I'm sure you've had those moments where you're doing things and they're just flowing really well and they become super easy for you and you think it's actually not even challenging you. And even on that, this is not about you playing small. It's not about you playing easy because you can still rapidly move yourself out your comfort zone. You can still massively step up your business and experience new things and still challenge yourself but you can still do it in a way that will be in your flow by playing the best game for you. So I want you to imagine a square. And again, head over to the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash nine to see the wealth dynamics model and the square that I'll bring to life as best as I can in this audio format. So at the top of the square, there are three profiles that exist. And the type of energy that's at the top of the square is what we call dynamo energy. There's a lot of innovation in here. There's a lot of big picture perspective and thinking here. And the profiles that are very much kind of gravitate towards the, the top of the square are the creator profile, the star profile, and also the mechanic profile. So let's start off with the creator profile. So there are many famous people that have the creator profile. So that includes, you know, Richard Branson. You've got Sarah Blakely from, you know, developed Spanx. You've got J.K. Rowling, one of my favorite authors. I'm a big Harry Potter geek. And, you know, you've got many, many others, you know, the late Steve Jobs. And the key thing with um, creators are they have lots and lots of ideas. They love having blank canvases to be able to create from and to think about what can we make happen. So they typically don't like things to be too prescriptive. They like having a lot of variety in their life and in their business and they like to work really fast at a high pace. 
But some of the challenges that entrepreneurs, especially that are creators, have are that they're often juggling lots of things. They don't often deliver or finish what they start and their head could be really high up in the clouds that they don't necessarily see the practicalities or even getting the best timing. So even in the entrepreneurial world, you know, um, there's many people that you might have heard of. So for example, James Wedmore, Amy Landino, and the last guest on the podcast, uh, Joe Bendel, they all are creator profiles. That's what their superpower is. And then the profile next to that leads on to the right-hand side of the square. And that's where you start to also get in some blaze energy. And blaze energy is all about people. And typically here, from a personality perspective, that's where you also have a bit more extroverted behaviours or kind of personality inside you. And this is where the star profile comes in. And stars have that great intersection between the the dynamo energy and the blaze energy, i.e. they're innovative, but they also are really good at connecting with people. And there's many, many star profiles that I'm sure you've heard of. For example, Oprah is a star profile. Beyonce, President Obama, even on you know the previous podcast, I've had Natalie Sisson, Marianne Cantwell from Free Range Humans, um, the countless amounts of entrepreneurs that you'll resonate with, Marie Forleo, Chris Ducker, I could go on and on and on. They are all very much in terms of star profile type of entrepreneurs and business owners. And they're very, very great at shining the spotlight onto a business, a topic. They're really great at promotion. They're really great at getting themselves out there, especially to a large audience, whether that's on a stage or videos or a podcast, it doesn't matter. They love being in that crowd and connecting with a variety of people. But the thing that stars can find challenging is that when it comes down to the delivery or the implementation or the service, they can get bored really easily as well. And then on the other side of the the top of the square, where we move more towards the left-hand side, that's where you have mechanic profiles. Mechanics are also really great at being big picture, but they bring in a lot of what we call steel energy. And that's where systems and data cross over with that dynamo and that innovation. And they're amazing at completing things. They're amazing at making things better at converting more, at running even more optimally as well. So typically here you get people that love and geek out at things such as internet marketing, you know, Facebook ads, conversions, you know, funnels and systems, but they need to have something to start with for them to make it better. Whereas a creator is someone that likes to have a blank canvas. So we each have what we call a primary profile and then we have the secondary profiles that will be on either side of our primary profile. So in the case of a creator, that's where they would have their centre of gravity, their primary profile, but they could also at times lean into the star profile and also the mechanic profile. And it all depends on your individual makeup. And that's why when you do the Wealth Dynamics profile, it's not just about understanding which of the eight profiles you are, but what it also allows you to do is to see what's the percentage of that energy that you typically have across all four sides of the square. And that's where the real insight comes. So again, I can go into this in a lot more detail, so I'm going to keep it as high level as I possibly can. 
But now let's look at the profiles that are at the bottom of the square. And these are the flip side of the innovation energy. So instead, this is where there's more tempo energy, that groundedness. And for example, the complete opposite of a creator is a trader profile. And I think that they're one of the best profiles. And I'm just saying that because that's my profile. And when I found out that I was a trader profile, I must admit, I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound that exciting or that, you know, sexy compared to some of the others. But it really did truly resonate. And it still resonates in terms of the way that I work best and the way that I get the best results as well. So traders are really great at multitasking. They're really great at connecting and building a loyalty with their customers and their clients. And that's so true in terms of when I work with my clients, they become really good friends. And also in terms of I have so many referrals that typically come through my business and a long relationship with a lot of my clients as well. Whereas for others like a creator or a star, they can sometimes be a wee bit more, like I said, variety and type of kind of, I'm in there, I'm delivering and then I'm out and I'm onto something new. And that's a key distinction between someone that's got a lot more tempo energy compared to even a lot more of the, the innovation energy as well. Traders are really great even in terms of delivery. So that's where traditional roles such as retailers, they gravitate towards having a lot of traders or those that like to kind of operate on the, the, the stock market, for example, typically can also have quite a lot of that trader energy. So some famous people you might recognize in terms of uh, traders are George Soares, Jack Canfield, a motivational speaker and author, the late Nelson Mandela, the late Mother Teresa, for example, they're all really great at caring. They're all really great at actually their ears to the ground and they really know what, what's happening in their world and in their industry as well. And then on either side of, of the trader, so for example, going over to the right-hand side, where again, it brings that tempo energy and also that blaze energy, that people energy, is where you have deal makers. So deal makers are fantastic at building long-lasting relationships. And they're really good, again, at their ears to the ground. They're amazing at collaboration and joint ventures. They would never sacrifice a relationship for a short-term win. So again, famous people that are deal makers are, you know, James Can from the recruitment industry, Simon Cowell, for example, and even, you know, Chris Marr from the Content Marketing Academy. He is a great example of a deal maker in terms of the strategy at bringing people together and having that long lasting relationships that can often form as well. But they are also the opposite compared to being a star profile. So even though they, they can be more extroverted, and this is why it's not good enough just to say, yeah, I'm introverted or I'm extroverted or I'm a big picture or I'm a detail type of person. You need to know what the specific profile or superpower that you have because even though a star and also a dealmaker are both typically extroverted, the games and the strategies are completely different from the way that they best operate. So dealmakers, again, are really great at being in front of people, connecting at networking at getting in front of people in a very much more intimate type of kind of environment. Whereas a star profile is very much more, a bit more hands off. And even if they make themselves too accessible, sometimes they can actually lose their star power. Think about it. You would never get, you know, Tom Cruise going in to negotiate his movie deal. That's where agents come in. And that's kind of where typical recruitment consultants, estate agents, people like that, they typically gravitate towards, in a very unique and a natural way, the dealmaker profile. 
And then the opposite side of that, so again, now you're picturing the lower left-hand side of the square is the accumulator profile. And accumulators are one of the most risk-averse profiles ever, right? So again, even for those that are entrepreneurs or starting their business, and when you know that you have the tendencies of the superpower of an accumulator, it will help you stop driving yourself crazy trying to make rash decisions or trying to act really, really quickly like a creator would or a star. And remember, that's why you don't want to judge yourself against anybody and particularly anybody that has a completely different profile or superpower to you. So typical accumulators are Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world. He is an accumulator profile. They are fantastic at getting things done. They are amazing at turning a plan into action and delivering on that. They'll always deliver on time and their ears to the ground as well. They're not necessarily the best at coming up with brand new ideas or being innovative or acting fast, as I say, because they can be one of the most, you know, risk averse type of entrepreneurs, but they can still get amazing results when they follow the best strategies for them. They're typically in it for the long term. And then you've got the profiles that sit in the middle. Okay, so this is where they're not right at the top of the square and they're not right at the bottom. So on the left-hand side, you have the supporter profile. So the supporter sits in between a star and a dealmaker. So they have a lot of blaze energy. That is where they really come alive. They come alive with people. They're the best at leading a team. They're the best at leading and growing a community in that way as well. So again, we've got, you know, Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook, for example, is a classic case for um, those that are a supporter profile. Often they relate to, to her. And, you know, Jack Welsh, um, also from General Electric, for example, he is commonly referred to as a supporter profile. So supporters are amazing at working with other people and getting the best out of others. So they're very people people. And I'm not saying that the other profiles are not, but this is where they naturally gravitate towards. So think about it in the corporate world. This would be someone, for example, if they were a great supporter, even if they moved to a different department or to a different company, what would typically happen is other people would follow them because they still want to work with them. They basically see the potential in others more than than the individual often sees in themselves as well. So they very much are around people. But the challenges around them is sometimes they don't have the best ideas or they're not the most innovative and they can often like to please a lot of people. So they could jump from one thing to the other or try to make sure everybody's happy to the detriment of themselves at times or what the goal might be in delivering and getting things happening. And then the opposite side of the profile, so this is again on the left-hand side in the middle, so in between a mechanic profile and an accumulator, that's where you have a lord profile. Lords are very, very great at controlling and making decisions by numbers and by data. They don't typically care around um, about the people or what people are necessarily feeling. So, for example, you know, Lakshmi Mittal, one of the kind of the most famous kind of people and wealthy guys from the steel industry, and Larry Page and um, Sergey Brin. Again, they are Lord profiles and they absolutely really kind of control and make decisions by numbers and just facts basically and so you'd want to kind of make sure you know especially when working with others you'd want your accountant for example to have a lot of that type of lord type of profile or superpower as well and the mechanic profile just to give you a couple of examples so again they're big picture but these are people like um 
the late Ingvar Kamprad behind IKEA. Think about it. If you went to an IKEA store, I used to work in IKEA, but if you go to any stores, they're very much the same. Okay, there's a system, there's a process behind it. Mark Zuckerberg is a classic um, mechanic profile. You've got Jeff Bezos behind Amazon is a classic case of being a mechanic profile. So that's be just shared the high level of the different profiles, and you might be scratching your head now thinking which profile am I? You might have related or resonated with some of what I've said, but it's so important for you to recognize which one is the strongest profile so that you can resonate and see, okay, if I was to understand what's the best strategies to play, what's the best things to avoid, it'll then allow you to experience more flow in your business. So you can find out, and I'll explain a wee bit more at the end, how to do the Wealth Dynamics Profile Test, because once you do that, you'll then get your personal graph to see what your makeup is across all four areas and the energies, you'll get to see what your primary profile is and also you'll get a 38-page report which will then allow you to focus on, right, these are the best strategies to do and the things to avoid, the best ways to collaborate with other people, the best ways to lead and the best ways to basically grow your business. And this basically helps you to figure out a plan in terms of how do you incorporate this into you, the design, the mindset and the strategies of your business to rapidly grow it and to ultimately help you get out your way. Sound good so far? So let me bring this down and this is kind of where I am a trader. I like to ground it. I like to kind of make it even more practical. How have I used this, right? So for me being a trader profile, it massively has helped me because when I started my business, especially being in the NLP world, the personal development world, one of the best um, gurus in that world is Tony Robbins and he very much is a star profile. And I remember looking up to Tony Robbins thinking, how amazing would that be? I should have a strategy or a business that gets me in front of hundreds and thousands and millions of people to inspire and make that happen. And that just wouldn't work for me, right? Because I'll tell you what, I do like speaking and I do step into a star profile at time, but I also get frustrated when I deliver a speaker session where there could be 300 people and I can see people nodding, I can see people having those light bulb moments and I literally want to stop and go, oh, what's happening for you? Or you seem like there's something that's came up for you. How can I help you? And that's a very trader type of perspective, whereas a star would be eating up that massive energy from that whole crowd. So that's helped me understand, even with my business model, why I'd always want to make sure that I absolutely play to my trader profile in terms of that's why I love one-to-one coaching. That's why I love working with groups, but smaller groups where I can really get to know people, I can really challenge you. And that's why, if you, have you ever been on a situation where you might have bought an online course that was um, created and delivered by a star profile and it was great, it inspired you, but you're still left scratching your head going, but what about this particular question or how will that work for me? And it can feel a bit demotivating or you could be inspired but also lost at the same time. And for me being a trader profile, that's why I work with a lot of my clients to help them take their great ideas or their thinking, but to help ground them, to help make it practical, to help them to be accountable and to help them continuously get out their way. And I love that. I don't get bored around it. I can spend a whole day coaching different clients and literally every single client I speak with and go from one call to another or one one-to-one or one group call to another, every time I just get even more inspired and even more in flow in that way. 
Whereas a different profile, for example, like a mechanic or a lord, that would be their idea of a nightmare. So that's why I say your business model makes a huge difference. And also over the years, that's helped me really build strong partnerships and collaborations with other people as well, especially stars because I am like their yin to their yang or creators. And that's why we work really, really well and complement each other as well. So over the years, that's why I've had so many great relationships and great collaborations and joint ventures that have happened that are a win-win situation. Plus, it helps me to figure out and be really choosy about who to follow or what strategies to to take on or to adjust in my way. Like I say, I love learning. I go to lots of conferences and I'm always curious thinking, what is the profile of that speaker? Or what's the profile of that podcast guest or that person that they're interviewing or that author? Because I'll then listen to it and go, okay, how would that work for me? Or how would I need to translate that so that you know, if it was a creator profile saying this is the best way to do it, I would then go, well, how would that work in more of a trader way? And that means that I don't get led down garden paths or down, you know, shortcuts thinking, actually, this is going to help me. But really, it's actually a long path or a hard path because it's not actually the best game for me to play. Does that make sense? And it's also massively, massively helped the way that I coach my clients. In fact, I don't work with any business owners now until they've done the Wealth Dynamics Profile Test. And that also includes being inside my group coaching and and mentoring Mastermind, the Transformation Exchange. Everybody now does their Wealth Dynamics Profile. And the reason for that is because it helps me to help them even better. Because on a call, somebody can ask me a question and I'll say, well, actually for you, this would be the best approach. But for someone else that's the opposite profile, I'll then make a point to say that won't necessarily be the best strategy for you. So therefore, there's not just one size fits all. As I say, we need to make sure that you're playing the best game for you and your superpower. And there have been many, many examples of clients I've worked with over the years, my one-to-one clients, and also on retreats and workshops that it's had such a profound impact on them. So let me share a couple of examples, and I've got a couple of many guests here that are going to share their perspectives as well. So I've been very fortunate to have the wonderful Sam Dunis on one of my NLP training courses at the practitioner levels many, many, many years ago, and then all the way up to the Master Practitioner course, and then doing some coaching with her around business, and we've become, you know, real firm and close friends since then as well. Sam's also been a guest coach on one of my rapid, well, two of my rapid transformation immersion retreats that I did over the years as well. And I still remember the moment where I gave Sam the profile report after she did the test and the look in her face. It was part of her NLP Master Practitioner course. She came onto the course because she at the time wanted to be a coach, a life coach. And, you know, things she was looking at, well, how did she make it happen? But she would actually spend, and she'll tell you this herself, she would spend more time coming up with innovative ideas of, well, how can I make the, you know, the the program better? How can I make my coaching even better? How can I create the worksheets, etc., rather than being inspired or, you know, excited by the the thought of working with clients on a consistent basis, she'd get really bored actually. And I remember when she got her report and it came through as a creator, it literally was like I just basically got something and I banged her head over it with this this report. And the penny dropped for her in terms of why even in her career up until that point, there were so many roles that she was unfulfilled. She changed jobs many times, seeking that, you know, that missing thing 
but she was doing roles in the banking industry which were completely different roles compared to what an ideal role would be for a creator. And the amazing thing is that Sam didn't even necessarily resonate with being a creator first of all because she thought, well, that's actually really easy for her. And also, it was things that she naturally did when she was younger, like writing and storytelling, but she actually didn't necessarily focus upon in a professional way going forward. So, you know, let's cut into Sam and actually hear what her perspectives are and the impact of knowing her superpower and what that's meant for her since discovering that she was a creator. I know it sounds trite, but knowing my profile has completely changed my life suddenly everything made sense and I ended up changing my entire business as a result massively for the better. I remember my mind racing with questions and possibilities and just ah as I was faced with the reality that not everyone can do what I do naturally. I remember saying to to us man I remember saying but everyone can do that and as man saying no no they can't. And that was a revelation. As you'll see, it has had a profound impact on Sam. And even to what she's doing now, she's very much focusing around being an author and really harnessing her creativity in a completely different way compared to what she was doing before. And I'm not saying that that means that for you, you have to completely change your business entirely, but it might help you fine tune it in terms of, well, actually, how can I hone down my business model in a way that would work for me? How can I focus on a marketing or a sales strategy that would actually get more results for me and I'd actually be more natural as well. And now let's go and listen to Amy. I had the pleasure of having Amy as one of the attendees on a mastermind that I was coaching alongside Natalie Sisson in Bali. And again, I remember when Amy came to the mastermind and she was telling me that she had a copywriting business and she had some challenges around it and she came there to try and help her grow her business. And I just remember again Amy's face in terms of Ah, that's why actually she didn't enjoy a lot of her business at the time. She was copywriting, which was a lot of blank canvas coming up with creative ideas. But what she loved a lot more was actually making things better, fine tuning them, seeing how they can convert a lot better. So let's jump over to Canada, where Amy will share her perspective of knowing that she's a mechanic profile. You've completely changed the trajectory of my business. Thank you so much. Before working with you, I had no idea why some things felt so difficult and draining and other things felt completely in flow. Since finding out I'm a mechanic profile, I have completely changed my business. I've embraced systems entirely. And now I have a business that's actually in alignment and the work is not only so much easier, but it's so much more impactful. Knowing my superpowers allowed me to really help people in a way that feels good and easy and in flow. And it's so much better working in my business now. Thank you so much. So again, I absolutely love the fact that knowing that Amy is a mechanic, it's massively shaped how her business model is now compared to before before she even realized that that's where her superpower was and actually that would be her natural profile as well. So this makes a huge difference and I could honestly go on and on and on about different profiles and I have the pleasure of coaching and mentoring and having inside the Transformation Exchange different entrepreneurs that have all the eight different profiles and it keeps me on my toes absolutely but it helps me to really see that there's not just one size fits. 
And as I say, we could go into this so much more. When you know what your profile is, it then helps you to figure out what's the best makeup and the best winning combination for a team. And again, I share that and that's brought to life in terms of the report so that you can see, like for example, as a trader, who are the best people for me to work with in terms of growing my team or to collaborate with or to have in my support network as well. It makes a huge difference because the worst thing that you could do is spend too much time with people like yourself or think about that, oh, I'm so busy, I want to grow my business, I need to replace myself or I need to get someone else like me because that's probably the worst thing that you can do as well. So there you have it. That's me giving you a whistle-stop tour with a bit of detail and a bit of practicalities around what your entrepreneurial superpower is. And I'm sure that you're already sitting here thinking why this is so important to know and really resonated with a lot of where some of your challenges might have been so far. And also why there's certain things that you just find so easy. And I want you to just do it and make it easy for you as well. And that just reminds me of one of my clients, Nina, many years ago. She's a Lord Profile. And I just remember when she was talking about what our plans were, she's like, but that would be really easy. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, but should it be easy? Is it allowed to be easy effectively? I'm like, yeah, but we can have this mindset that business has to be hard. We have to hustle. We have to work hard for it. But really, why not change that? Why not get out your way and actually figure out the best strategies, the best system and the best design based upon your unique superpower? So what do you think? Are you a creator? Are you a star? Are you a supporter? Are you a deal maker? Are you a trader like me? Or are you an accumulator? Or a lord? Or a mechanic? Are you even still thinking, what do those terminologies mean? Or you might think, I might be a bit of this and a bit of that. Well, I would love to invite you to figure out and finally know what your superpower is so that you can use it to help you get out your way. So there's two main ways to do that. If you head over to rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash nine, you will see links in terms of where you can do the online profile test. And there's two ways to do it, as I say. You could do that as a standalone, so you can buy the, the test from the Rapid Transformation website through that link, and you'll get your personalized report, plus a bonus where I go into all the profiles and a lot more details as well. But also, if you're interested to find out, well, how could you also work with me and other like-minded individuals as well? If you join the Transformation Exchange, which is the group online coaching community, you get a Wealth Dynamics profile test as part of that. And you also get a one-to-one -one welcome call from me where I can help bring your profile to life. And you get each month, you get a minimum of three group coaching calls and also a monthly training. So we could di deep dive into this in a very practical way. So the choice is yours. You could obviously do the profile as a standalone to find out what your superpower is. But if you want to take it to that next level and get my help to really understand it at a much deeper level and get other people's perspectives as part of the group community, then please do come over and join the Transformation Exchange. You'll find details of both of those different routes in the show notes over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash nine. So I look forward to hearing what your superpower is. Please do jump over to the Facebook group and let me know, even if you already have done the profile test, because I know many of my clients and students listen to the podcast and have already done it. Please come over and share how it's helped you knowing your profile, what insights it's given you, and also what actions that you're going to do 
or not do as a result. And once you've done the profile, please do again come over to the Facebook group and share what insights and what, what actions that's going to mean for you going forward. And I look forward to sharing even more with you on the future episodes of the Get Out Your Way podcast. And I promise you one thing, you will hear me talk about entrepreneurial superpower all throughout the rest of the podcast. And with every interview that I do as well, I'm sure you'll hear me ask that question. And the great beauty will be when you know what your profile is, you'll then be able to see how does that person or their strategies, how would that work with them? Or how would you need to adapt that based upon knowing what your profile is and what their profile might be? So I look forward to helping you bring this to life even more and sharing even more tips, strategies, and ways for you to get out your way on the next episode. Until then, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.